0: What is happening people, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is, welcome to this week's podcast. We're going to do things differently this week. So I was listening to my old podcasts and all the ones I previously done and I I like the way that I get a point across, I like the way that I speak, but I do not like the way that my voice isn't how it normally sounds. I find that I can force it a little bit sometimes. And whilst I wanna get across energy, whilst I wanna get across my point, whilst I wanna be motivational and inspirational, I also, also wanna keep that level of authenticity with the things that I'm saying. We're gonna try and do this whole thing, thing as well with absolutely no cuts. So if I stumble a few times, if I fuck up, we're just gonna leave it as is and not cut the podcast. Because like I said, I'm all about authenticity. I like integrity, I like people that are authentic and actually believe what they're saying and I find that when you cut stuff a lot, when you overthink it, when you try and put something on, it's, it's not very nice, it's just not as, it doesn't have the same impact, it's not from the heart and people aren't going to, or you guys aren't going to enjoy it as much and it's not going to have such a such a lasting impact on you and also myself saying it because I want to believe 100% that everything that I'm saying, I want to live by it, I want to follow it and um, this is why today's podcast is going to be talking about something very, Very apparent, or an issue that was recent in my life over the last few days, the last week, and that is the downward spiral—the downward spiral to depression and doom and death and misery—and basically, the the notion of my thinking behind this was right. We we do these things. We get into this mindset of negativity. Something might go wrong, and we allow it to affect us. We allow it to upset us. We react to it. We allow it to get and put us in this mindset. I wanted to cut the podcast and so bad and just start again. We allow it to get we allow we allow it to get us into this mindset of of uh, of this law we, we allow the law of attraction to occur where we just attract more negative things. One bad thing happens and it puts us in a bad mood and then we might be miserable. And then through us being miserable, we just attract more and more negativity, more and more misery, and we basically get on this downward spiral of self sabotaging and doing all these shit things. It's like when you screw up your diet. If you've ever been on a diet and if you've ever really, really badly fucked it, your are evening and you're like really really hungry and you're like oh maybe I'll just have one biscuit and then we'll leave it at that and then you have that one biscuit and you're like oh I've had one so I might as well just have two I might as well have one more one more it's all right yeah yeah that'll be fine then you go go to the kitchen you open the cupboard you have the second biscuit and then you see like a bar of dark chocolate and then you're like oh well it is dark chocolate, and it's only one little bit, and then basically you end up eating the entire fucking kitchen because you just start off. You start this downward spiral, and it's the same with everything. It's the same with many things. If you've ever done a diet, if you've ever been undisciplined, uh, like me, you'll know. You'll know the feeling. You'll know that that does happen. It is. A, it is a hiccup. It is. I think it's part of life. Being a fucking idiot with stuff like that, and uh, it happens in all aspects of life as well, including like the bigger, the bigger picture or life in general. I've had times where I've been incredibly incredibly miserable and depressed for the, for like months at a time and I've absolutely fucking I've had no sense of purpose I've struggled to get out of bed I've hated my life I've like really really not had any enjoyment of filming out of life and I've been like what the fuck is the point in this existence like what what am I doing what am I achieving I have no motivation I have no drive for anything I have no no nothing to look look forward towards and I've been there and I've done that and I know it's horrible and it, it it happens on all scales. It can happen on a big scale such as your entire life being shit, you, you feeling like your entire life is over, suffering from like clinical depression or it can be like a, a small thing like a daily scale or even like a couple of hours where something upsets you and you let it affect you and you let it carry on and on and on and on. If I didn't know the things that I did, if I hadn't learned the things that I'd learned over these last few months or these last several weeks, even if I hadn't been reading as much as I had, if I hadn't been practicing all these things, if I hadn't been learning and really, really taking the time to apply myself and acquiring all this knowledge on how to actually improve your life and make it better, I probably would have ended up going into some terrible, terrible downward spiral. And everyone has off weeks, everyone has off days, everyone has off off months, everyone has off years occasionally, you know, like obviously the average is just the sum of, sum of good and bad if you're trying to categorize something. But you've got to realize that, the, the duration or the length of time that these things happen is 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 partly down to you like you can you can make it you can you can live up to this downward spiral you can live up to these negative events you can make this law of attraction occur you can make this thing happen which a lot of us do and you can really really put yourself in this shitty negative mindset or you can actively, which is the harder path, the more courageous path, do something to make sure you don't go into these negative, downwards, shitty spirals. And I just want to start by saying that, like I said, I'm not perfect. I don't want anyone to think that I am perfect, or I'm like this like enlightened, super unreactive being that doesn't get angry and doesn't get sad and remains unaffected by the world and practice, practices stoicism and uh, lives by virtue and all of this stuff. Because I'm not at all. I'm just doing every. I'm just doing my bit every single day. I'm just trying to be a better person trying to practice practice being more unreactive less less affected by external things less affected by things that have previously upset me trying to trying to reduce the amount of time I spend in a negative state of mind and increase the amount of time I spend spend spending a positive state of mind and obviously I still have my bad days I still have my bad weeks but the it's just about setting a baseline setting like looking at where you've come from and then actively improving on that, and being able to look back and be like, "Yes, like that might have might have affected me a few months ago. That might have affected me last year. But because I've grown, because I've been practicing these things, because I've been reading, because I've been listening to podcasts, I am, I'm I'm moving away from being that sort of person. I'm evolving, or I'm changing into something new. So for me, that is that is the most the most important thing. You just got to realize that no one, no one at all, even like Eckhart Tolle, even people that are like spiritually claim to be spiritually enlightened, or people that have all these all these all these wonderful things or people that are from this like really high vibrational energy level people that you look at and they live this abundant like crazy life superstars whatever they are everyone has good days everyone has bad days it's the way that it is and it's just about learning things and implementing things in your head and learning these processes and seeing the bigger picture and broadening your horizons and ultimately reducing the bad days to as little as possible not getting on this downward spiral and um and just increasing the the time that you spend in this good state of mind. So on with me, on with me, the, the Narcissism Podcast by Mo Samios. <laughs> so last week I had a, a very shit week. I had it, there's no sugarcoating it. I can be like, oh, you shouldn't call a week good or bad. Uh, it was it wasn't a good week. If I compare it to other weeks, it was it was a bad week. I, I was miserable. I spent a lot of time in my room, and I I, I felt like I was on the fucking cusp of not not actually topping myself, but metaphorically speaking, I felt like I wanted to jump out of a window. Um, it, w- it wasn't great. So uh, a plethora of factors basically occurred. So it wasn't one big event, it wasn't one big thing, this is normally how stress or it, big issues in your life occur. A series of smaller events all built up to something and all built up and built up and built up and built up and it got to this point, it got to this breaking point where as a straw it broke the camel's back and that just happened, happened, so happened to be last week. And uh, I just felt shit. Like, I felt really negative. I honestly felt like, like I said, I was on the cusp of depression. And I can honestly... And I can say that if... Honestly, 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 it's not a very good thing to say. I keep saying I can honestly say that. It's, I sound like a used car salesman. I can I can tell you that. If I hadn't been reading and meditating and practicing all these things that I've been practicing recently, it probably would have been a big issue. So I feel like I'm out of the trough and I'm back on it. I'm back on my A game now. I'm gaining some momentum again. But the last week was a it was a bit of a speed bump. It could have been a speed bump or it could have been a fucking hideous car crash that wiped me out for months. And previously Previously, like if this was to happen last year or a year before last, I'm pretty sure it would have been. I'm pretty sure I would have been off for, off for months. I'm pretty sure it would have sent me onto some like negative depressive path. So let me tell you what's happened before. I've had these bouts where I've been very, very down or miserable for the for, for months at a time. And I, it hasn't been clinically diagnosed as depression, but I'm not a fucking idiot. It, I'm pretty certain, or I'm pretty sure that it would be clinically diagnosed as depression if I went to see someone. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily a miserable person. I'm not someone who's ever suffered from this before, but it, came, it all started basically when I was at university. So well, when I came back from university, finished university, I think this is a very common thing. I moved back in with my dad who I used to live with, and I'd gone to university, I'd grown so much as a person, I'd become this completely, entirely new person, reshaped my life based on my own terms, based on my own paradigms, based on my own core principles, changed my frame of reference, and then I moved back in to the same small town with my dad, and uh he, like the people in the town, and my dad, basically treated me the way that I used to be treated. And whilst that isn't necessarily bad, it's forcing you into this frame of reference that you've evolved from. It's like de-evolving you, putting you back into this place. So that started. That that was like the seed that started started this all all off for me, or this like misery and pain, or the the downward spiral of fucking depression and hating my life. And I did this thing where I created a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was entirely my fault. I, it, I could have, I could have just overcome it. If now I, I, there's so many other things I could have done, but rather than, rather than resisting it, rather than doing things that would to get me out of that environment, rather than moving out, rather than spending time away, rather than being unreactive and grateful, I lived up to that negative emotion, lived up to that negative energy, and I created this self-fulfilling downwards negative spiral. So I started to do things like using food. I started to eat food. I started to eat loads of food to to make me feel better about my shitty life. If I'm a, like, I've always been an emotional eater, I don't identify that because I'm getting not really that anymore, but I used to use food as like therapy, I'm, I could be such a fat cunt if I didn't train, so I was eating loads of food, which would make me feel shit, that would make me gain weight, which would make me look in the mirror and realise that I'm fat and I don't like myself, that would make me more upset, more negative emotions, and then I'd probably eat more food because I'm stressed, I'm anxious, uh, I'd do things like not go to bed till very, very late, so I just procrastinate, scroll through social media, looking at other people's lives again, like comparing myself to others. I've never really been a massive, I've never really thought it was a massive issue. But when you feel fat, when you're stuck at home with your fucking dad in the small town that you came from feeling like an absolute failure, looking at everyone else's sick lives, you're like, okay, uh, this is my life is shit. And that makes you more, even if you don't realize it, it makes you more and more negative you get into this mindset of of misery, of depression, and then you keep eating food. Or I kept eating food, I kept getting fatter, I kept realizing I looked like shit. And the cycle continued. And then I started to, my sleep started to slide. I started to let go of my morning routine. I stopped reading books. I wasn't reading books cause I was getting up late. My morning routine broke down. Like normally I'd have a very, like now I have a very strong morning routine. I get up early, I go for a walk, I read, I meditate. I write down what I'm grateful for. I plan my days out. But because I was going to bed so late, I wasn't going to bed till like one, two, three o'clock because I feel I felt like I hadn't accomplished anything in my day, I wouldn't get up until like 11, 12 o'clock. And then I thought it was a great idea to start smoking weed every night as well. So I was smoking weed every night. I was going to bed at about weed, cannabis, whatever you want to call it. I was going to bed at about 3am 3, 3 most nights. I was playing PlayStation all the fucking time, absolutely smashing Fortnite, big up, big up Josh Bridgman for smashing some Fortnite with me. I was absolutely smashing Fortnite. And then because I was going to bed so late and I was high all the time, I was eating loads of food, which is making me fatter Then I was getting up later, wasn't reading, wasn't listening to podcasts, was putting myself in this really, really, really negative environment and basically caused this self-inflicted downward spiral. And you've got to realise that every big major event, it's the butterfly effect, every big thing every big issue has a smaller beginning whether it's good or bad every everything starts from something really really small there is a seed that has been planted and you can cultivate it and let it grow into a fucking plant or let it grow into a tree everything good or bad starts from these small little things and i allowed this little problem this little thing in my life so, so simple as let's say what really probably ultimately caused it moving home with the seed moving home and spending spending loads of time at home and not moving out and allowing myself to be in that environment and being too lazy to move out of it or living in this like scarcity mentality where I was like oh I can't afford to move out blah, blah, blah 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 I allowed that to happen I allowed that to grow and fester into this fucking weed that weaved its way into my life and weaved its way into my brain and then I added fertilizer to that weed I watered it I pruned it when I was smoking all the time when I was getting fat when I was eating shitty food when I was playing video games when I was having like fucking fapping every day it was not great it was not good and then I isolated myself as well because I felt like a failure I felt miserable and I didn't think that I didn't I was like no one else wants to be around this like why would I why would anyone else want to be around this like failure of a person and uh yeah downward spiral self-inflicted and it happens to the best of us I'm pretty sure most people this has happened to if it hasn't happened to you it's coming it's going to fucking happen to you. Nah, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't happen to you. But uh, but yeah, you, but if you, if you realise these things, if you acknowledge them, you can learn how to fix them. So the purpose of the podcast is uh, I'm not going to let that happen again or I don't plan on letting that happen again. Sure, I'm going to have hiccups. Sure, I'm going to have off weeks. Maybe I'll even have off months. Maybe I'll even have times where I feel like absolute shit. But you've got. I'm. I'm able to minimise that now, and I'm able to prevent the seed from growing. Rather than watering the seed, the root, the weed to this negative mentality, I'm able to fucking stamp on it. I'm able to dig it out of the ground and throw it in the bin before it grows and before it flourishes into this horrible horrible weed that my life my life became I want to say as well that it's pretty weird I, I was smoking because I never I've never really been into smoking I've never really been I've never really smoked cigarettes I've never been into someone that's enjoyed like smoking a lot of cannabis or anything like that I'm actually relatively good and I was just, I was just doing it because I was bored just because there's no other stimulation in my life and for some reason it was just I don't know just like a form of escapism I suppose so yeah on onto, onto the recent week then. So the recent week, I had, a, I had a similar kind of issue. So I had an issue where there was lots of little problems in my life and they. this was last week. I want to say, like I said at the start, let me reiterate that no one is perfect. I don't claim to be perfect. I don't claim to always be positive. I get very angry still about things. I can like lose my shit. I can have like explosive, like fucking rage every now and then. And like I said, I used to happen all the time when I was younger. I can be a very angry person, but uh, it happens less and less and less and less and less. And I'm working, at making, I'm working at making it better and improving it. And it's all about just improvement and growing and growing and growing more and more as a person doing a little bit and ultimately becoming more towards this person that you want to be. But anyway, start of the week, I had, uh, had, a, had a shit week, like I said. I had like, loads of little problems, loads of little things, or things that had been sitting in the back of my mind, things that I didn't really address or just push down, things that I repressed basically surfaced. Or then there was the, the final straw that broke the camel's back, and uh, it set me off into this downward spiral for the week and I, up until up until last week I've been getting up super early I've been like jumping out of bed literally with a spring in my step I think this is a great indicator to how your life is going and how you're doing mentally I was like jumping out of bed I was keen to start the day like even if I had like four or five hours sleep I was like ready up wet to go straight out of bed straight in the shower straight into my morning routine and straight into deep work like flow state but this last week like I'd wake up and I would I'd lie in bed and uh, I, I wouldn't use social media. I know that I know that's very bad. So that's the first thing I did right. Like I, that was a, do not you do not go on social media in the morning. Like I do not, especially if you're in like a negative. If you're saying if you're starting with your day on social media, it is terrible. Like I said, you're comparing yourself to others. Uh, you're getting instant gratification, these instant dopamine hits, and it is going to be a terrible way whether you're like miserable or not to start your day so that's the first thing you can do not to get into this downward state or downward spiral do not start your day of social media but anyway i was getting up i was lying in bed uh i was getting up a bit later than usual as well I, i i'm doing this thing where i'm prioritizing sleep So I'm making sure I get at least seven hours sleep a night because my average sleep has been like five hours, 50 minutes over the week and six. In all honesty, I don't know how I'm still alive. So I'm trying to improve sleep for a plethora of reasons. But I was getting up, I was waking up in the mornings and I was just lying there. Like I would literally wake up, open my eyes, be awake, and then just lie there staring at the ceiling for like 20 minutes being like, why? Why do I want to get out of bed? Feeling absolutely no, no sense of necessity, no sense of like purpose. Like, what is the point? Like, what do I really? I have, I'd have this list and these things to do during the day, but I just felt no necessity towards it. I just didn't have any reason to get out of bed for spring my step. I was like, I didn't really give a shit. Like, quite frankly, I just had no motivation. It felt like all the life had been sucked out of me. Then reluctantly, I might smash one out, have a wank in the morning, drag myself out of bed, get in the shower, and then start my day very, very slowly, but there's this force, there's this thing dragging me down, this thing in the back of my head, this seed to like this downward spiral that made me not want to get out of bed, that made me want to lie there and literally just sit on my phone, eat loads of food, scroll through social media and fap all day, literally just do the most negative, self-sabotaging things. So yeah, that's where I was last week. I really struggled with motivation. I kind of was a recluse. I kind of put myself if you're on ROT, you'll sort you would have you would have seen that I didn't really post anything this that week at all. I didn't really post on social media that much. I well I kept posting on social media, but I didn't really post on the ROT Facebook page. That I was posting on every single day. And I kind of kept myself to myself. I sat in my room all day and didn't really interact with other people just because I knew that I needed to sort myself out. And I want to say first of all that it's that's not a good thing to do if you're if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling miserable, speak about about it to other people. So, all right then, the downward spiral. Too many of us, it is is just... Humans in general, or as people in general, you're not you're not a terrible person if you do this. We set ourselves up to fail. Something goes wrong. Something goes bad, and we live up to that. We put, put ourselves in these situations. We we the seed gets planted. Something negative in in, in our external life, an external uh, the negative event or perceived negative event. Something bad, something we don't like, might happen to us. And rather than letting it go, rather than ignoring it, we choose to let it fester. We we water the seed. We to this water this plant. We water what's it called? water the weed and we we nurture it and we make it grow into this massive problem this massive thing because we do not address it and because we like drama like as people we like drama whether you know it or not we are attracted to drama we're attracted to attracted to ne- negativity you could call me a cynic but too many of us live up to this self-sabotage and create these negative self-fulfilling prophecies because we are unwilling to let stuff go and ignore it because of our ego. We, we, we'd much rather identify this negative thing and really like embrace the negative emotions and add to it than to be courageous, to accept it, to let it go, to acknowledge it. And that is just that is just us as us as people. You're not a terrible person if you do that. The majority of people do do that. I do that. I wish I didn't do that, but it is like it's human nature, cynical human nature. But it is human nature. So the downward spiral, getting onto this downwards path. How do you avoid it? How do you how do you not walk to this seed? How do you fucking dig the seed out of the ground before it grows into this negative thing? I'm going to talk about something called learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. So in front of me, i got this book. It's called Happy by Darren Brown. It's the book I've been reading this week. Well, I'm reading over two weeks because it is bloody long. And uh, it's a good book. I'll make a takings video on it when I've, when I've finished it. It's very, very hard to get into though. It's quite a difficult read. I almost stopped reading it. Like I, was, I wasn't really liking it last week. Maybe that's just because I was in a really negative mindset, but I literally almost stopped reading the book. That's how that's how bad life was last week. I almost quit and was like, fuck this book. It's shit. But now I'm really into it. really, really, enjoying it It goes on about it goes on a lot about stoicism and other things and it's called happy by Darren Brown it's basically talking about how to achieve achieve happiness and let things go and it goes really really in depth to the stoicism and the principle of being unreactive and unaffected by external events and blah, blah 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 blah. but learned helplessness this relates to this podcast and the downward spiral and this was something that stuck out to me uh basically at the Penn State University in America there was a study and I think it was done by a done by a lady called Karacy Nixon yeah, that sounds like a she. And uh, there's a study done by, by, done by this woman, this university lecturer, this doctor. I assume she's a doctor. And what they did was she got her, she got a class, she got a, a room full of university students and she separated them into a left and right side. They didn't know this. They didn't know they're participating in this study of this test. And it's to demonstrate this thing called learned helplessness. So what she did was she said that there's going to be an exam and told everyone that they're going to be given three anagrams to solve. Everyone thought they had the same questions, thought they had the same exam paper. And uh, she'd be say okay so solve the first anagram and then after a certain amount of time she'd be like if you got it put your hands up if you didn't leave your hand down and then second one if you got it put your hand up if you didn't leave your hand down and then they'll go on to doing the third one if you got it you get the idea so three anagrams and then she separated the room into the left side and the right side the left side of the room had the first two anagrams they were impossible to solve they were just impossible anagrams that weren't anything the right side of the room had the first two anagrams were incredibly easy. So what she did was she did, okay guys, everyone do the first anagram and then people, students did the anagram, put your hand up if you got it. The right side of the room all put their hand up because it is easy and it's simple and they got it. The left side of the room didn't put their hand up. So if you're in the left side of the room, you'll be like, oh, that's, that's a bit annoying, you didn't get that, it's quite, quite a bit difficult. Obviously, I just didn't understand that one. On to the next one, anagram number two. Same thing happened again. Right side of the room all got it. Left side of the room didn't get it. At this point, they're probably getting quite frustrated. If you're on the left side, you're like, "Oh, I'm. A, you feel stupid. You feel you feel rushed. You feel like you're an idiot, and you've basically given up because you the first two questions you were unable to do when ev- pretty much everyone else on so the right side of the room, if you're looking, they all got it. Like, and they don't know they have different questions. So the left side of a room have been set up for failure because they've started with these two very very hard impossible anagrams third anagram then the third anagram everyone's was the same very easy to solve anagram it was for I think it's an anagram of America nice and simple nice and easy and she's the end 60 seconds went by whatever time they were allowed and she said okay everyone that got it put your hand up right side of the room will put their hand up left side of the room didn't even though they had the exact same question, the exact same anagram, the left side of the room didn't get it because of this thing called learned helplessness. Because of the first two questions, because they're impossible, because they felt like a failure, because they felt stupid, they, they they couldn't do the last simple anagram. They got into this mindset of failure, this mindset of not doing it, even even though they could have done it, and even though it's perfectly easy, impossible to do, they could not do it. So here in the book, it says, I've got it in front of me, sitting over on the left, struggling with a task that is supposed to be easy, and seeing others raise their hands to acknowledge their success, you feel like a failure. That becomes your story. I can't do this. I shall fail at this task. So you give up. Preferring to repeat the story, you have learned I can't do this. So it basically goes with this notion of when you experience one of these failures, when you experience one of these things, if you live up to that, if you get frustrated, if you get upset by it, more failures are going to come. You're going to struggle with things that you wouldn't be able to do if you're in a positive state of mind. And it's all about framing, it's all about the way that you view the world, it's all about the the way that you tackle problems and the way that you see these obstacles. And it goes back to this whole point of this podcast, the downward spiral, this downwards negative thing that so many people get themselves in. They have one one negative thing happen, they have one failure, and then that increases the probability of another one happening. And then that other failure or negative thing happens and they let another thing happen. It's like me. I might have might have moved home. I might have not liked the way that someone spoke to me. And that was a little negative thing. That was the seed that started this learned helplessness. And rather than rather than realizing it, rather than being unreactive, I reacted to it and I lived up to it. And I maybe I maybe I was like, oh fuck it, I'm stressed today because of the way that person spoke to me. I I had like a takeaway or I ate loads of shitty food. I had takeout. And then I woke up in the morning and I looked fat and I looked shit. And then I basically started this downward spiral of this negative thing, this learned helpless helplessness based on based on me, based on myself, based upon feeling like a failure and identifying with that sense of fail identifying, identifying that sense of failure. But that does not have to be the way. So these are things that I learned, these are solutions, the things that I've done to help me, a lot of them you're going to have heard before, a lot of them you're probably going to know, but if I can share something that's helped me, drag me out of a rut, hopefully it can help you, you get out of a rut as well. And the first thing is get up early. There is a correlation between how well my days go, how good my life is, and the times that I'm getting up. If I'm getting a good amount of sleep, and if I'm getting up early, I start the day right. I start the day with a win because I'm getting up early. And you'll know that if you get up early, the days feel so much longer, you feel like you're getting so much more done, you feel so much more accomplished. There's this old stoic stoic saying, I think it's Marcus Marcus Aurelius that said it, and that was never let the sun catch you see. Never, never let the sun, let's try that again never let the sun catch you sleeping. So that's this principle of getting up early, starting the day right, and just beginning the day before the sun has risen. Obviously, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere at the minute, that's probably like 5 a.m., which is quite early, but the principle remains the same. So getting up early, that is a great thing to do, and that is a easy and small win. Like an indicator for me, like I said, of misery is when I'm lying in bed, when I'm not jumping out of bed with the spring in my step, and if you're not doing that, you really, 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 really need to like assess what you're doing and have a, have a look at it, and when I wasn't getting out of bed, like last week, when I was lying there staring at the ceiling, the reason I wasn't getting out of bed is because I had no motivation, I didn't really have this motivation to do so, and I'd literally, I'd literally lost motivation, and why was that? I spoke about it in previous podcasts, in order to be motivated, you need to have a necessity, you need to feel like you have to do this, you need to feel like you're serving this bigger sense of purpose, and I know it's very, very difficult to, to overcome this, I know it's very, very difficult to to get yourself in this motivated like Mindset, and it seems so far, and it seems literally impossible to have this motivation. But the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now, if you're struggling with this, you're doing something. You're moving towards it. You're taking the baby steps, and before you know it, you will have regained or you'll have gained this motivation in your life. You just need to create a necessity. You need to have clear goals. You need to have a direction to move towards. I felt like my life had stagnated, stagnated. I wasn't moving towards anything. As long as you're moving in a direction, as long as you're doing something, that's all that matters. Do fucking something. Not nothing. And Leading on from that, like write down your goals. Like write down the things that you want to do. Write down the person that you want to be. Write down what you want to achieve. Write down why you're doing these things, and keep the end in mind. Have this necessity. Have this reason for why you're doing these certain things, and that'll provide you with motivation. So I I like to bring my mum and my sisters into it a lot. I was raised by a single mum. She's got two two little. I've got two sisters. She got two daughters. Same difference. And uh, I use those to create a necessity. I use the podcast to create a necessity. I use all the messages that people send me the the messages of people saying like oh mo you inspire me you lift me up one of feeling like a negative or one of feeling like i can't go on like they honestly do drag me through and help me and you gotta remember that if you're just starting out of something like that hasn't always been the way i've never used to receive messages or motivational messages of people being like oh your podcast has helped me but you've got to realize that if you have this sense of purpose, or if you have this belief that you are going to get somewhere, that are going to, even if you're not immediately helping people now, that are going to be people ultimately that need your help and that are going to rely rely on you and lives you're going to improve. So create, create this necessity, think of a bigger picture, realize why you're doing it, and that will give you the motivation to help you to get out of bed of that spring in your step. So get up early, don't get up late, start to get into a good, a good routine, a good evening routine, and uh, don't let this negative downward spiral Take, take control. So I said earlier about speaking your mind and uh, it, it comes down to something as well called called labelling. So if you want to, I read this book last week called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Really, really, really good. Really, really interesting. One of my favourite books is currently next to me right now and lives on my shelf as books that I'm going to reference throughout my life. And he talks about this thing called labelling. So if you're trying to he talks about it from a negotiating standpoint. So if you're trying to get your point across, if you're trying to negotiate, if you're trying to manipulate someone into doing something, you should use this principle, this, this thing called labeling. And what labeling is, is it's where you take someone, it's called, stems from a thing called empathetic listening. So let's use it in a negotiation sense, you're, you're, you, want to, you want to achieve something, you want your girlfriend to come to this certain place with you for dinner, you want to go to a seafood place, but she doesn't like seafood, let's say, for example, in this. Made up, made up story. So you're going to use this thing called labeling. You're going to first empathetically listen. You're going to listen to the points that she's making. You're going to listen to her argument. You're going to listen to why she doesn't want to go there because she doesn't like seafood. She and you're going to really, really think about what she's saying. You're going to put yourself in her shoes. You're going to be empathetic to her. You're going to understand the point. You're going to gather intelligence. Sounds so sociopathic. You're going to gather intelligence and really, really understand where she's coming from. And then you can do this thing where you basically. You empathetically listen. You you tell her her emotions. You tell her why she doesn't want to go. So you're going to be like, okay, I understand. I understand you don't like seafood. It must, be, it must be really scary for you going to a seafood restaurant when you're attacked by 17 oysters when you're younger. And I can understand. That seems like it would be really, really scary for you. But you're basically what it is is you're 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 doing something you're you're reciting back their emotions you're empathetically listening to them to tell them how they to tell them how they must feel just so they understand that you you know where where they're coming from everyone wants to be listened to you and by labeling by labeling emotions by bringing them up by saying oh this must make you feel like that you're disarming them you're disarming the power that emotions have you're removing any fear and the same thing goes when it comes to when it comes to speaking your mind so if you have any issues raise it speak about it it, speak about the emotion. Don't repress it. Bring it up and mention it. And that leads on to journaling. That leads on to writing down, writing down how you feel. Review how you feel. Review. Like the emotions, review why you're feeling a certain way, write it down, label it for yourself. And when you label it, when you put it out there, when you put it down out into the world, it's going to disarm the emotions and they're going to have less power and less control over you. So, labeling is incredibly important. Speak your mind, label things, write them down, and uh, get up early. That's what I got so far about getting out, getting out of this negative, depressive rut. Develop a morning routine. Like I said, everyone should have a good morning routine. I'll do a whole podcast on it if you want. but. Get, I like to get up early, I like to go for a walk, I then meditate, I then read, and then I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Practice gratitude, that is incredibly, incredibly important and all these things when you're in this rut, when you're in this negative mindset are going to seem incredibly hard and incredibly difficult, but You've really, really got to force yourself to do it and prevent the prevent the weed from growing and transpiring to something bad or something negative. Or you've got to step the easier the, the sooner you fix it, the sooner you address the problem, the the easier it is gonna to be to resolve. The the weed isn't gonna grow into a massive tree that you're gonna to have to get a chainsaw and a digger to chop down. Nip it in the butt, pull it out of the ground when it's just a little, a little sapling or it's just like a, a few leaves sticking out of the ground. So like I said, label things, speak your mind, and make sure you're getting up early and nip it in the butt at a point but i just forgot it i don't want to cut the podcast either that's it gratitude so every morning i write down three things that i'm grateful for i write down three things that i am i'm grateful for and this is a another thing from i'm i'm getting really really into stoic philosophy stoic philosophy and stoicism and the principles and the history behind the stoics and uh one of the one of one of the things that they they recommend is is they recommend. It's like a like a support group. One of the things that they they say, or one of the things that they preach, is to practice loss. So if you're struggling with things that you're grateful for, if you're if you're waking up and you're miserable and you're not grateful for things, imagine if you lost that thing. So imagine if you didn't have it, imagine if it was taken away from you. As people, we're we're on this, we're on this hedonic hedonic treadmill of happiness we we want things we want to acquire things and when we get them and then we take them for granted because we have them we just feel like we're entitled to them and we we don't appreciate it it's human nature it's what we do it's good and it's bad it helps us improve but it also can really really make us miserable so the way to be grateful for things the way to really appreciate them is imagine if it, if it is taken away from you this is one of the things that stoics did so imagine that imagine that your mum died imagine that your mum died in the next hour or imagine that your your friend died. Or someone, imagine that someone you might have had a, let's say you had a little disagreement with one of your mates. Imagine they, they died tomorrow. How would that make you feel? Would you care about all these little problems? Would you appreciate them more? Would you treat them differently? Imagine that all your clothes and possessions got burnt in a fire. In the next, you, you went out for the evening, you came back and everything was gone. All your clothes, all the clothes you're wearing right now, you're naked. Like you have Nothing. And then maybe then when you're when you when you imagine, when you envision or visualize losing things, then you can really, really learn to appreciate them. So I'm speaking into a microphone right now. Imagine if the microphone broke and I didn't have a microphone and I have to buy a new one. You only appreciate things when you're gone. Imagine if my leg flared up again. It's about a year ago today that I spent Four to six weeks in agonizing pain in hospitals, unable to walk, just literally just praying, just wishing that I could walk and go outside and have like a normal functioning life where I could walk down the street and enjoy the beauty of the world. Imagine if that happened again. Like imagine, imagine losing these things and then you can really learn to appreciate them. And what practicing gratitude does is it does one of two things number one it prepares you for loss so when these things do eventually come when nothing is given everything in this life is temporary when this person does die when this relationship does end it's a very, you can call it a cynical way of looking at things but when this thing does happen or if it does happen it's going to minimize the risk if you're appreciative of things especially relationships when this thing does happen you're going to be less affected by it you're going to be less affected by the external event and you're going to be you're going to deal with it better you're going to handle it better and you're going to have a better outcome that's the First thing, and number two, is it makes you grateful for it as well. If you imagine this loss, if you imagine what it's like not to have, you're gonna appreciate it more. You're gonna be more grateful for it, and you're gonna more grateful for it, and you're gonna enjoy it and appreciate it much, much better. So that's why I suggest writing down three things you're grateful for every morning. It doesn't have to be complex things; it can be simple things like. I'm grateful for the beauty of the nature, beauty of the natural world. I'm grateful for the vastness of the ocean, living by the sea where I can look out at the ocean and really, really take it in, appreciate scales of things and, uh, and look at its beauty. I'm grateful for the clothes that I'm wearing. I'm grateful for the the legs, the legs that I've got that work. I'm able to walk, I'm able to run. Think of a time when you're sick, when you've got the flu and you're lying in bed and you're like you feel like you are fucking dying and the one thing you want is to feel normal again. You you're like praying that the one thing is you literally feel like you're going to die. The one thing is, is that you want you want nothing more in the world than to feel normal again. All these things don't matter. Like you don't care about money, you don't care about fame, you don't care about uh, no notoriety you just want to feel normal and the, you, you 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 live like that every day you live in this state you, majority of us are pain-free majority of us have this great abundant life and we take it for granted and we're still still miserable if you're if you're grateful for it if you really thought about the time when you were ill like every waking moment of every single day when you felt like that i can guarantee you'll be a, a whole whole fucking lot happier so practice gratitude visualize losing things. Practice. I forgot the word for it. It's where you... Let me see if i can find this book. There's a proper stoic term for it. All right, I can't find it, but my point still stands. Imagine losing things, visualize losing them, and then you will be more grateful for them. So not getting into this negative rut, not going down this negative path. And the first thing is is to kind of accept it, kind of realize it, be at one with your feelings and emotions, realize, really sit and consider the way that you feel, realize, acknowledge it, acknowledge it, you're not happy, acknowledge it, you're feeling anxious, acknowledge it, you're feeling demotivated, really, really acknowledge it, observe it, and then you can come come to a solution to this problem, this issue. If you ignore it, if you oppress it, it's only gonna get worse and your life is gonna go fucking down heal. That brings you on to the next thing. Meditate. Meditating is something that I started doing this year. I'm pretty new to it. And it has been so so beneficial in my life. It has had such an impact. I've been better at concentrating. I've been more un, more unreactive. I've been, been a better person. I'm able to, able to read books more. I'm able to take pleasure in the little things. I'm more considerate and I'm able to just experience more fulfillment and peace and it has improved every single aspect of my life. So if you don't meditate, I suggest downloading Headspace, giving it a go, giving it a go for a couple of weeks and uh, it is something that is backed by scientific literature. It's not pseudoscience. It can completely change your life and there is a reason that all high performers do it. And uh, another thing, finally, is don't do nothing. Like, don't do nothing, do not not do anything. Double negative, but you know what I'm trying to say. Don't just sit there, don't sit there in this, don't lie in bed all day staring at the ceiling, don't scroll through social media all day, don't do nothing. The, the difference that separates the winners and the losers, the people that win in life, the people that are successful, the people that succeed, succeeding, the people that don't, is that everyone has these sumps, everyone has these down weeks, everyone has these down days. But the people that succeed and the people that get through it, the people that overcome these obstacles and do something great of their life are the people that push through it when they don't have this motivation. They push through it when they don't feel this fulfillment, when they get into this negative rut, rather than creating this negative self-fulfilling prophecy, rather than going on this thing called, what do we call it? rather than living up to this learned helplessness, rather than letting these losses manifest into something bigger, rather than letting this one negative thing grow, they push through, they drive through, they keep going, and they don't create this negative self-fulfilling prophecy. So do not do nothing. That is the biggest thing that has changed this week, that has stopped this week transpiring into months and months of a downward cycle, or months and months of depression, is not not doing anything. Push through it, keep journaling, keep writing down your goals, keep having a sense of direction. If you don't journal, if you, what I mean by journaling is every single morning, what I do is I have a set list of things to do, do throughout the day. So I have a purpose. I have a sense of direction. And at the end of the day, I'll tick, I'll tick them off as I go throughout the day. At the end of the day, I'll write one for the next day as well. And I'll do that. And I'll do that. And I'll do that. And I'll do that. And I'll basically have a diary of things that I need to do. It gives you a sense of direction. It gives you a purpose and it stops you from, stops you from not doing anything. So that's, let me reiterate, do not do nothing. Like that is it's so important if you sit there you are going to be miserable and you're going to fill up your fill up your time negatively obviously we can't go straight into these things like getting up early there's going to be days where you wake up late and uh, just don't let it control your day. So I'd get up late previously and because uh, I woke up late, my whole morning routine would be offset, off sync, out of sync. I would skip my morning routine. I'll try and make up time and that would ruin my day in the sense that I wasn't doing these things to benefit me mentally. Your mind is number one. Your mind is the most important. I was trying to make up time and then I'd go off track. I'd go I'd go off off tangent. What's the word? I wouldn't be aligned with what I wanted to do and my day would spiral out of control. So even if you get up late, even if you do wake up a bit late, do not let it ruin your your, your whole day. Start your day strong, stay true to your morning routine, read, do the things that you're meant to do, and then go through your goals and go through, go through what you're meant to do for that day. Prioritize yourself over everything. You've got to realize that you can't help anyone else unless you first help yourself. You've got to be selfish in order to be selfless, and if you're waking up late, if you maybe fucked a task, if you screwed something up, don't let it put you on this downward spiral don't let it do that keep going keep pushing through and keep moving in a direction in order to get fulfillment in order to get this sense of purpose in order to to feel like to feel motivation and feel like you're actually achieving something actually doing something with your days and with your life you need to create this necessity you need to have the bigger picture in mind you need to have this end end in mind you need to have a direction something you're moving towards you need to have these small wins these little things on end it on make your bed Make your bed. That is a given for me as well. Because when you get up, if you don't make your bed, it's such a simple, easy thing. It just puts you in this puts you in this mindset, puts you in this mentality of, oh, fuck it, that'll do. I'll just leave this half done. Like, who cares? It's only a bed. Like, who gives a shit? By making your bed, you are setting yourself up to win. You're having a success first thing in the morning. You are ticking something off the list. It is the most easiest thing to do, making your bed. And it's going to be a win. It's going to be a victory, no matter how bad your day has been, no matter how much you fucked it. You're always going to come back to this freshly made bed, and it's going to remind you at the end of the day that you made the bed in the morning, and you have a victory. You have a win. So, start the day right, and uh, and make your bed. But yeah, that was my that was my takes on my flamboyant. Few, the, the the last flamboyant few weeks, to say the least. That is my takes on that is my take or that was my negative. Not very good week that I've had. Like I said, you shouldn't really label things. You shouldn't identify them. Actually, yeah, you should label things. That was a negative. That was a negative shitty week, and we're gonna make it better. That was my that was my last week, and that's the things that I did, or the things that I have been doing to stop me from going down further deeper into this negative rabbit hole. Fresh new week, gonna absolutely smash it. We're not, regardless of whether we're we're gonna be demotivated. We're gonna have lots of motivation. It's not a it's not a homogenous thing. There's gonna be a bit, large amounts of variability. There's gonna be dips. It's gonna be peaks. It's gonna be trots, what life is like. It's it's what happens at the end of the day. But it's just about putting these systems in place, learning these things, developing this mental resilience in order to not let those affect us and in order to keep going and keep smashing through those obstacles. Read books. Read books. That's my final thing. Read books. But anyway, guys, that was my take on uh, the downwards spiral, the slippery slope into a pit of doom and death and depression and misery and uh that was based on I'm pretty sure that was based on one of you guys messaging me on instagram i've got loads of messages from you i've got loads of podcast requests i will be making them i keep them in my notes i print screen them so i do appreciate the messages even if i don't always get back to you i'm a bit slow i try to get back to everyone at some point you might get a message back from me like a month in the future there's been times where i messaged someone back like a year and they're like what but i will always do my best to get back and i appreciate the messages and like i said there's no feedback and podcasts, I can't really see comments on it. So by you guys messaging me, it makes me. It shows. It shows. It reinforces to me or reaffirms to me that you guys are liking these. People are listening to them, and it really, really makes makes me create valuable content that you want to listen to as well. So if you like the podcast, drop it a five star rating on iTunes. That really, really helps get out to as many people as possible. And uh, drop me a DM, DM on Instagram as well, and let me know what you thought of that. That sound right there is my alarm going off have on every single day, and it says presence, passion, give. It reminds me to be present, to put passion into everything that I do, and to give to other people, to give, 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 give. And then at the end of that, it's got read. So I have my two reading sessions every single day, one in the morning, like I said, and then one at 12 o'clock, and that's how I'm reading a week cool youtube video on that coming as well but anyway hope you enjoyed that let me know what you thought of it drop me a dm on instagram and uh absolutely smash the day boys and girls